0: what's going on abstract sports nation welcome to episode 60 of the abstract sports podcast where we bring sports back to life by looking at the game from abstract angles and popular angles as well uh we're coming at you live on facebook as usual um if you follow this on facebook just know that you can find it on anchor.fm you can find it on youtube you can also follow us on instagram twitter snapchat if that's what you do um but we are going to go ahead and get this show going. Got a little bit of a surprise for you guys. I didn't really announce it too much on social media, so let's just get this thing going, and you'll, you'll find out what it is in a sec. Let's go. Well... <laughs> you may have got a little bit of a sneak peek there when I switched the scene over to live and you saw this guy here, Micah Rowave Hello. A.K.A. Vandal Micah, A.K.A. Micah. Hey. <laughs> uh, his name has to do a lot with Micah. And what's funny is he's a geologist, so is like a rock thing. Mineral?
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: My bad. It's either a rock or a mineral. I just uh, say like both It's at a the mineral, same time. mineral family.
1: <laughs> I have an extra H, so...
0: You have yeah. an extra A? Oh, it's well, M-I-C-A. Yeah, the oh, M-I-C-A
1: okay. is the, the mineral stuff.
0: Yeah, see, that he would know that, I would not. Um, that's why he does what he does, and that's why I do what I do. <laughs> um, but anyways, how you been, man? It seems like you only show up when we do football shows. What's, what's going on there? It's football. Because <laughs> it's huck em, chuck em football, that's it's, why. It's football. <laughs> no, I totally understand. I mean, I've I have been pushing the basketball content quite a bit. Um, I have mentioned on the show several times where I'm like trying to, trying to cut ties from doing an all inclusive sports show because I feel like I'm making up the facts a lot. And so by switching to basketball, it forces me to play to my strength, which, with, which I I think is what you're supposed to do in everything that you do. Um, but you're saying
1: you who have utter control of the show have made it about something that you like to talk about weird funny how that played out that is
0: weird how that happens like i have control and i chose to do that hmm. mm-hmm. Odd. yeah very suspicious you know mm-hmm. i should somebody should probably keep me in check yeah um but make no that's...
1: sports podcast great again and this is what
0: you do <laughs> and so i mean that's why it's cool to have guys like micah who know his football stuff and i can bring him on the show and i can i can put some little stories out there but then he can help me fill in the gaps and we'll make it a good all-around show um so with that being said we do have some basketball action for you. We've got <laughs> – I have to do it. <laughs> uh, there's some interesting storylines that actually don't have to have to do with the NBA too much this time around. I don't believe you. Um, but then, obviously, college football kicked off this last week, and yeah. then NFL kicks off tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's yeah, NFL me. kickoff weekend, yeah. Battle of the Birds. 8.20 Eastern time. Be, be there for it. Um, but there's other things going on in the sports world that are – not completely sports-related, and that's what makes sports so awesome. So let's get this thing started with a little bit of basketball. So one thing that I don't really talk about too much on this show is the WNBA. Um, I think the reason for that is that I know more about the players and about the league and the NBA. Um, However, I will say that I have caught myself looking at a lot more highlights this year in the Women's National Basketball Association. I don't know why that is. Maybe the 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 NBA family is getting better at marketing their brand and their products. Um, but I've seen a lot more of their stuff in my feeds, and I've made it a point to follow their their accounts on social media so that I can passively even uh, take in some information about it. Um, and it's done me a lot of good. I think it's important for us to like listen to all the different things about a certain sport. If you, If you're really passionate about basketball, you should probably know a lot of basketball stuff. I mean, you should probably try to force yourself to be involved in different circles within basketball. Um, kind of like you know, one one example I'll say is like Micah is a Titans fan, but he knows a lot about football in general. He's also a big college football guy. Um, I think that just helps expand your knowledge a little bit. And so that's been my my uh, my deliberate newsfeed addition uh, in the last few months or so. Um, the biggest news that has come out in the WNBA is that the uh, last night there were two winner-take-all games. It was a Game 5, which is equivalent to a Game 7 in the NBA. And it was between these four teams. Two teams have like these, these girls who are considered to be on the road to being goats. You know, like Tom Brady's or... or lady goats. MJ's. Lady goats, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know it is kind of interesting how a lot of teams, though, like Lady Vandals, is a thing. Mm-hmm. They just put "Lady" in front of it, like the Lady voles, the Lady Badgers. <laughs> I find that interesting. They have to put "Lady" no, in front the of vandalettes it. The, as if like the going badger-nets. to a badgerets. Yeah, like if you Badgerinas. <laughs> that'd be a good take on it. They should try something like that. But it's like if you if you went to a game, you wouldn't need to have the prefix of "Lady." You're like, oh, these are girls playing. Okay.
1: Well, like Georgia, it's got to be Lady Bulldogs because it can't be.
0: <laughs> bulldogs <laughs> oh i see what you're doing there <laughs> the silent censorship <laughs> took me a second I'm like i was like he doesn't get it he doesn't get it i just make, don't think that make. way micah <laughs> just kidding uh but we have the seattle storm who defeated the phoenix mercury the phoenix Mer- mercury that's a hard word to say in my mercury opinion. poisoned mercury that's how you die brain poison uh there's a girl on their team named Diana Taurasi, and this lady, she's supposed to be one of the goats. Uh, coming into this game uh, last night, she had won. She was 13-0 in winner takes all games. Like, if you know, if they win, they go on to the championship or the the next round in the she playoffs. Just
1: goes Lebron mode.
0: Yeah, Lebron mode, whatever you want to call it. But she was undefeated in those situations. But that came to an end last night. Uh, Snap. The Mercury got defeated 94 to 84. Um, I took a look at the stats. It really just looked like, like she didn't show up like she normally does. She had like 17 points, shot like 45, 50%. Um, and there was another girl on the other side who kind of did what she usually does where she scores a whole bunch of points and, and it hits clutch shots. Like if you look at the highlights from this WNBA playoffs, Diana Taurasi has hit so many clutch shots in the last quarter that helped them go ahead or tie the game or something. And they're not always wide open shots either. They're like contested threes and stuff like that. Um, is
1: she like a lady curry?
0: She, she is kind of like a curry. She's really fast and she's got a really quick release. She'll like come, come around a screen and just like just chuck it up and it goes in. Um, and the thing about like the WNBA and women's basketball is that it's very heavy on the fundamentals. So like their footwork is like impeccable. Uh, there's not a lot of freestyling like you see Russell Westbrook just dribbling around all over the place. Uh, these girls, they they keep it really tight and and they they keep it like like they're not trying to show off or anything. They're just trying to get to the put their get to their spots and make the proper pass the right way rather than showing off and and doing silly things.
1: Are you becoming a basketball purist?
0: I'm or not. Are you getting the uh, the NBA <laughs> there? No, I I appreciate the athleticism and the. The entertainment that the nba brings and i'm not saying that the, the WNBA doesn't have that but because of their there is not as much athleticism i'll say just because of nature and things bold uh that it's also you can also appreciate the game in a in a different light if you watch women's basketball um from a more fundamental perspective um like i feel like people could learn more from watching the WNBA than the nba sometimes because the nba is a lot of showboating like you see Kobe pulling up in it with every shot, like Carmelo, Carmelo jacking up like 40, 40 shots a game, Not anymore. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: things like that. Um, but anyway, so Diana Taurasi got, 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 she done got eliminated. She's gone.
1: <laughs> Bye
0: Felicia. Bye Felicia. Uh, <laughs> and then the Washington mystics defeated the Atlanta dream. Wow. I mean, mystics. The Washington mystics. That's so a- mystics mystics. Is that a word? You, are you worried that that's not a word?
1: Yeah. I mean, no, I believe you. I just... Mystics. Who's in charge of that marketing campaign?
0: Washington Mystics. And their logo has like all these smoke, like like vape flames coming off of this basketball. It's like the ball went through the net and it's just like, vape nation. This is what it kind of looks like. You have to look it up sometime. I, I'm
1: not in marketing or like design <laughs> or anything, but... Not to be negative, but I really don't like that name.
0: <laughs> what well, don't you like about it? I'm curious.
1: Washington Mystics. Mystics. I, and maybe it's because I I was in high school when the fish sticks joke came out, Oh. <laughs> and that's all I can think of. Mystics. <laughs> you know, the Fish sticks. Uh, thing. I I don't know. It just sounds so similar. Ah, like, uh, I see. Why not the Washington like mystery or right shadow or some a word that I'm more familiar with. See, I, I don't what? like change but, uh, but I don't I mean, know
0: I don't know when the team was created but I'm sure it was after the fish sticks joke came out yeah but they probably didn't know that would be a problem yeah
1: I, and I'm probably alone in that maybe not anymore maybe but, maybe not
0: <laughs> start a trend a uh, bad trend hashtag
1: go? mystics fish sticks so, <laughs>
0: <laughs> or maybe just just
1: the mystic mystic the Washington mystic
0: yeah mystique
1: mystique there you go Ooh. something but mystics. <laughs> it doesn't exactly roll off the
0: tongue. You see, I I didn't even think of that either. But now that you say it, I'm never gonna hear it the same. Yeah. So thanks for that. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's a good that's yeah. a good observation.
1: Like the Seattle Supersonics, that just, ooh,
0: Oof. ooh, like like that's, that's a saucy name because it's got yeah. all the. Yeah. Seattle um, Supersonics. Washington Mystic. So the anyways the the Mystics. <laughs> Defeat the Atlanta dream. 86 to 81 It was a little bit of a closer game there. Do you like mystics? Um, I'm not sure who I, who I like in this in these, these games. <laughs> See, I'm still not even responding to it the way you want me to. Uh, I wasn't expecting you to, but there's a girl on the mystics who I believe it's on the mystics. Let me look her up real fast. Just to make sure I get this right. Cause I, like I said, I don't watch WNBA a lot, but I've been following more of it this year. Uh, Da, 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 da. Okay, so she plays on the storm. She was the reason why Diana Tarasi got eliminated. Uh, that's why I kept thinking of her, but.
1: Is she related to Larry?
0: I don't think she's related to Larry Bird. Um we'll have to look into that. No. Well, at Maybe least she's too, not man. she's not his daughter. I know oh. that. Because her parents are Herschel and Nancy. Herschel. That's a that's I only know two people named Herschel. Herschel Walker and apparently Herschel Bird, Sue Bird's father, <laughs> um, pretty rare name.
1: And their brother Hershey, who made that chocolate,
0: yeah, the, the chocolate stuff. Yeah, um, but I think the player on the Mystics that I should be pointing out is Della Don. Her name is really interesting. Uh, it's kind of hard to pronounce because it's Deladon. got a bunch of extra L's and N's. Della Don, actually. Deladonna. Come on. Elena Deladon is—I think how you say that.
1: Elena Deladon. Elena Deladon.
0: From what I understand, she got traded to the to the Mystics, and she's been kind of expected to produce immediately because she's just she's really tall, gets a lot of boards, just bullies around in the paint, gets a lot of buckets, and mm. seems like last night she did that. Amazon. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how how tall is she. Six five. Good lord! It's a tall woman.
1: That's a tall anyone.
0: Yeah, this is a tall anyone. <laughs> well, you don't see, like, I I don't, I see way more tall dudes at that height than I see tall women. Yeah. Um, that's that's a, just that's how a it tall is. anyone so. <laughs> This is a tall person. Um, but what I noticed in the stats that I looked at them, the Mystics shot, a, they shot lower percentages overall, like field goals, uh, like in general, field goals and also three pointers. But they got up a lot more shots than the Atlanta Dream did. And they had 16 free throws to their eight. And that that differential right there was more than enough to give them the win. Yeah. Um, without those eight free throws, they could have lost by three. So, On a
1: side note, Atlanta Dream is a good name. That is a good name. I like just Dream.
0: It's, and it's good. I find myself like stumbling over every single one of these WNBA team names because like Seattle Storm, that's easy. Like Pow Pow, just like Supersonics, Seattle Supersonics, Phoenix Mercury, uh, Washington Mystics, and then you've got the work. the Atlanta Dream. But like I was saying, I do feel like the WNBA is sort of on the rise. It's made leaps and bounds from what I've uh, noticed, at least since I've made the point to go and find it on social media. I've been paying attention to it more, and I think I'm better for it because I at least know some of these names, and I didn't probably six months ago. You are plugged in. Plugged in, bruh. That's all we got for the WNBA stuff. I know that they have some games coming up. Let me go find them for you so you can know when they're happening. WNBA. W. There it is. Okay. Score schedule. So they both of those teams, they won to go on to the WNBA finals. And so why is it they don't have the schedule up yet for that? Oh, that's standings. Holy cow. So the first game will be friday september 7th at 7 p.m mountain time so nine o'clock eastern that's this friday and this will be on espn news or watch espn so if you want to find some some high intensity women basketball you want to tune into espn news or watch espn this friday at 9 p.m eastern time get on it jamona jamona
1: it's in two days
0: and then uh, now for some NBA action. Uh, I don't have really anything that has to do with the NBA itself. But there, because some, it's the offseason. It is the offseason. But I, I think that, I mean, on that note, I will say the NBA has done a really good job also of, of capturing everybody's attention as much as possible in this off season. They they I think they space out all their summer events really well. Where they have summer league, they have preseason that's coming up pretty soon um plus Did the draft
1: they ever do that like uh three on three league thing
0: yeah they have the big three i don't see as much of that as i see the hype for all these new rookies and media oh. day and all that stuff uh which is still to come but uh you know the between the draft summer league and all the stories that come with that i think that's where they ex- they extend a lot of their time in the off season to get, get it in people's heads but i want to talk about a different member of the NBA family, that's NBA 2K19. So these guys this year, like Mike is not a huge fan of 2K, and that's fine. Uh,
1: that I, I just haven't been plugged
0: into it. That's fine. So I, I've been very, very plugged in. Uh, a little bit less than I was when the season started, but I've still been very active in tracking their stats and uh, trying to come up with stories to share with their fans and stuff like that. Because where it was such a new a new outlet in the sports world, and something that I can relate to because I've played 2K quite a bit in my life, um, it was a good in for me to try and get like put some information out there and get some notoriety out of it and you know get some page views on the website. But that's because I'm bringing good information to people. Um, But NBA 2K19 comes out this Friday. That's the same day that WNBA is on, so. Uh, if you want to play 2K instead of watch WNBA, then you go for it. But um, two, that's that is interesting. Two big nights for two NBA families in the WNBA and the 2K19 franchise. Seems
1: <clears throat> like maybe not the best idea.
0: It's probably not the best idea. If they if they're trying to market the WNBA more and get it um, to be more mainstream, I think you should probably try to stagger those types of things as much as possible. I mean, grant There's
1: one come out. Like, does the game come out the midnight after Um, the finals game, or is it the midnight
0: before? I'm pretty sure it comes out, like, as soon as it hits, like, 12.01, if you have it on, like, uh, what is it called, like, auto download, uh, digital download, you should get it at, like, 12.01, I think, that day. Maybe. I'll have to double check on that. but
1: It would have been a good idea, in in my opinion, if they released it right after that game ended.
0: Yeah, it's it's coming coming out this day,
1: day, but only after
0: the final game. and then maybe use the game, put a promo in the game. Tell, like, NBA 2K, you should have used your fan base and been like, there's going to be a promo code. For some VC. Yeah, for some VC or for some free swag. The first 100 people to enter that code will get this, and that will make them watch the game. That would have been a good way to do it, but I, I think that maybe the NBA should be a little more tactful and a little more uh, connected between their different brands and use each one as a means to promote the other i know the nba does that for the WNBA quite a bit but 2k should get in on that now since they're a part of that family maybe they just they had their plate full and they just finished their first season um i'll get to that in a second but uh well we'll just go there right now we don't have to worry about the this other stuff it's not very important i was going to talk about archetypes and builds in the game and the it just gets complicated. I just I love how the game is built because it's more realistic. Like if you're tall, you're not going to be as good at shooting threes, but you can be good. Uh, if you're fatter, you're not going to be fast. That's obvious. Um, but you can like actively see your stats changing as you're changing the build of your character. Well, so I
1: want to play a video game so I can be the tall, fat, fast
0: guy. <laughs> yeah, you you want to have like video game traits. Yeah, like you know, people say like video game numbers, putting up video game numbers have...
1: or at least the ability to do so.
0: Right. And you can, like I mean they, they have all the builds that are accurate to the players that are in the NBA in my opinion. Um like Kevin Durant, he's a big dude. He's also very fast. And they Skinny. they do that really well in the game. Um but like for example, if you have a longer wingspan too, you can you have a better um build for getting steals and blocks. Mm. Cause you have a longer wingspan. It makes sense, but it's in, it's in the details. The things you don't really think about oh. until you're building your character. And you're like, wow. Um, and I will say that when I started my first guy in the prelude, I made a five, seven point guard, <laughs> one forty-five. talking like Kyle in high school.
1: <laughs> That's skinny
0: Kyle. That's baby Kyle. Itty bitty baby Kyle. And I did it because I'm like, I want to be a really fast ball handling John Stockton type of character. And then looking at some of the other builds these people have made, I'm like, I don't get any Hall of Fame badges? Like there you get badges that help you do certain things better and my build has 0. So like, I'm going to go change my guy. I'm going to replay the prelude so I can have the opportunity to get some <laughs> dear NBA. <laughs> Stop it
1: with your blatant criticism of short people.
0: Yeah, you jerks. Gosh.
1: I mean, short people matter too. I
0: mean, being a Like a really fast point guard can be fun, but I don't know. I feel like I I have more fun passing the ball than being fast from the way I play the game. Anyways, on that note, NBA 2K League, they just finished up their first season. Uh, Knicks Gaming beat Heat Check Gaming uh, for the inaugural season title. Um, All this season I've been basically, I'm not going to lie, I've been stealing the stats from NBA 2K League and showing them in a different format than they show them because I felt it would be really important for people to focus on players. And so I made game by game stats where you can go to a player page and see every game they played, what their stats were. And uh, just today, I started calculating out all their averages using Excel sheets. Bam! And it's super fast, and so I've been posting some tweets out about that to like you know give more value to the 2K community. Um, but I wanna keep doing that, but I also want to um, try to highlight some of the top um, players who are going to be in the expansion draft because there are four teams coming in. I don't remember all of them off the top of my head, but I know that the Lakers are in there. I think the Bulls maybe. Um, but the way it works is every team that's in the league right now, they get two picks that they get to reserve or two players on their team. They can reserve and the rest are open to, for pick to be picked in the expansion draft. Um, and in that draft, all the new teams pick two players. They get to pick two players from the, that pool. And then draft the rest i guess is how that's gonna go down um get your game on then kyle i know i mean because they're growing like people on on the in the 2k community on twitter and stuff are like they're all over it like the game comes out soon and so they're like i'm gonna be grinding 14 hours a day and there's like professional 2k players now who are like if you are thinking about sacrificing your personal health for this you should probably change your focus a little bit like you don't need to go that hard just like just be efficient when you do play um, don't kill yourself playing a video game. Like if you want to do it professionally, practice it like a professional, but don't let it get in the way of important things like school. How much
1: BTO time do you have?
0: <laughs> well, about 10 hours, maybe like 14 now. Uh, can't do that. I need oh. that. I need that time for that jazz game we're going to in, in oh, January. In January yes. I mean, I'll, I'll have more built up by then, but I, I'm definitely saving it for trips like that. Um, I'll get my time in on weekends. You trust me. I'll be getting up six, six in the morning on Saturdays and Sundays. And you know, I can play for a solid four or five hours before my wife wakes up. So, (laughs) so I can have coffee and everything. I'll be right in the zone. Nobody will be online. So I can just grind hard and, you know, get those W's. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much all I've got for the NBA and basketball segment. I want you guys to know that if you want to support the Abstract Sports Podcast, other than just being a reader, listener, viewer, uh, follower, whatever it is that you do with our brand and, and our, our likeness, um, I want to let you know that you can also help with a generous donation. Uh, if you go to anchor.fm slash Sports, there's a button there that says support this podcast. If you click that, it gives you the option to donate $1, $5, or $10 a month And I don't ask for much. Whatever you can give is awesome. It just kind of helps me continue doing this and and putting a lot of uh, sweat, blood, and tears into my work so you guys can enjoy it and have something entertaining to listen to. Um, Just remember that $5 a month, that's like one beer slash one coffee a month.
1: One beer coffee.
0: One beer coffee. It could be, you know, whatever $5 value, whatever you... A coffee stamp. like, Like one coffee at a Starbucks is about five bucks. Like, if you can do that once a month for me, man, I will shout you out like you won't believe. He will drink that coffee for you. And I'll drink it. Oh, man, would I. So feel free to do that. Head over to anchor.fm slash abstractsports. Or if you don't want to do it that way and you want to make a one-time gift, you can go to uh, abstractsports.com slash support. I have a little donate button there. I said that funny. Donate button. Donate. And you can give, like, $1 if you feel that's what you want to do. Um, Either way it pushes me to keep providing good content so there you have it moving on to a little bit of football action moving on first thing we're going to talk about is uh the Vandals <coughs> uh the Vandals they 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 only lost 79 to 13
1: to be fair <laughs> Fresno's pretty good
0: yeah, Fresno is a very good team.
1: No one expected the Vandals to hang,
0: and they were at Fresno for what that's worth. Yeah,
1: I don't think anyone expected seventy-nine bleeping points, but
0: yeah, well, yeah, that and some of the crazy stats that happened in that game, like
1: yeah, forty-something of Fresno's points were direct, directly related to Vandal miscues. Yes, um, um, the yeah.
0: one that the one big one that I saw, and I didn't realize this happened because I was really tired. I think I fell asleep during the game. Um, the Vandals had two field goals blocked and returned for touchdowns by the same dude. In the same half. Same half. <laughs> so that's two of the, what, Seven, six, seven touchdowns they had? More so that. the
1: final three touchdowns of the second quarter, of the first half anyway, final three touchdowns of the first half were as follows. Blocked field goal, return for touchdown. Pick six, blocked field goal for touchdown. Three Man. consecutive drives, three consecutive touchdowns by special teams and defense.
0: That's a lot of quick points.
1: That's a lot of no effort points.
0: No effort and uh, demoralizing. I mean, it, as if the first block kick and return and then the pick six wasn't enough. How about another block kick and return? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just, I mean, when you watched it live, you're like, oh, wow, that ball took a crazy good bounce for them. Yeah. You know, crap happens. You know, We'll recover, whatever, no big deal. And then it happens again. You're like, something's clearly wrong. Yeah,
0: there's something else at, at <laughs> there, work here. There's
1: there's a fundamental flaw. Yes, <laughs> it's
0: something going on here. Yeah, and I mean that they those block kick and returns were not like the shortest thing either. The dude had to no. run like 50 plus yards to score no, both of those. he was probably those. gassed going in half. <laughs> so like they still couldn't they couldn't chase him down. So like when you say no effort. I, mean, sure, I don't mean no effort, but... Right, but, like, yeah. the, the ball had a good bounce. The dude was fast. He got, got on the outside really, really quickly because the ball bounced that way. But still, man, you got it. Uh. See, the thing that sucks about this is that we're known for our kickers and punters. Those are, like, our MVPs every year. I mean, we had... Uh, the, the kicker did his job. Did he... like how, Well, did he get it, like... Was it too shallow of a kick? Or
1: Well, when you watch it, the... Whoever blocked the kick, was it was either going to be him who blocked it or his buddy was going to block it because there was more than one red jersey in the backfield.
0: So you're saying that... It was the line. Yeah, okay.
1: It was the blocking scheme, the line, something. Someone's getting exploited. Mm -hmm. But they got the kickoff every time, but there was two guys both times in the backfield, like not diving, like just like, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm going to stand here and block this kick because I got back here so quick.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, on the same... Same side of the coin. I, I mean, I think our kickers are also so good usually because our line has been pretty good, especially on on offense. No? Uh. <laughs> I mean, I know that we recruit linemen, like, more than any other player, I feel like.
1: Well, everyone's going to recruit linemen. Um, part of the reason the Vandals didn't go back-to-back bowl games is because the line was so terrible. Hmm. They couldn't keep Linehan up. They gave up the most sacks in Division One. That's a good point. Last year,
0: I guess so, I'm, I just keep thinking of like Big Mike, I, the years of Big Mike, where he just those, like pushed, those are long like gone. <laughs> pushed everybody around and no, that, gave Nate Enderly all the time he needed. <laughs> no, A
1: good line is what makes Alabama. Alabama mm. is a good line. Okay, the the Vandals are just a small school.
0: Yeah, that's a good that's one way you can one way you can say it.
1: So they I mean the kickers, I think we lucked out with Rico. We recruited a Spokane kid mm-hmm. and he turned out to be great. Um, we do kick indoors. That probably helps. That does help. So punters like to get usage maybe. I don't know. And we use a lot of punters. There were <laughs> several seasons there where we out punted our offense, which is not a good thing. No. But uh, it looks good for punters. Yes. So
0: They're like, oh, I got to kick the ball. Sweet. Let's blast this thing.
1: And maybe another part of it is, you know, the kicker is a specialty, specialized player who's decent at his position when the rest of the Vandals are just kind of okay at their position because they're Vandals. Mm -hmm. Not hating on the school, but.
0: Yeah, the kicker's like been trained as a kicker yeah. pretty much the entire time. Yeah. Other guys maybe play different positions or played a different position before in, in college or something else. Or
1: or they're just so – maybe their shortcomings are exploited because they're playing someone at the position that is that much better than they are, whereas a kicker's pretty much showcased like it's the kicker's game. Yeah. When you punt, you get to watch the punter punt. Right. Uh, when it's field goal, you get to watch him kick. But uh, when you're watching – a vandal quarterback play he's oftentimes playing against a defense that is full of better athletes
0: right um talking about special teams corbin corbin on on the facebook facebook live stream he comments in quotes special teams um <laughs> it's a little bit uh yeah uh <laughs> we know what you mean yes
1: yeah it's a uh, something something was wrong
0: yeah i mean like specialty i mean you you mentioned like you know kickers are a specialty position they are trained to do that yeah and ours usually is like legit special this year they're not so special is the way way we should put that uh but yeah solid point corbin (laughs) solid point um we also have a a silly quarterback situation going on um where uh the the kid who started was the the coach's son right he ended up starting uh, so that's one thing, but from what Micah has told me, he's he's an undersized kid. Uh, he's he could be fast. He's
1: he's no bigger than you or I, Kyle.
0: And that's and we're not big dudes. We're, we're he's a
1: I'm sure he's a better athlete than both of us. Well, sure, I know I he's would, a better. I'll give athlete him that. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean
0: think. he's probably in his prime. And <laughs> he
1: he was quarterback in high school and you know led the Pullman Greyhounds to a decent season, but it's clearly nepotism. Yeah, Like, you're like, oh, maybe he's a good player. Coach's kid knows the game really well. And he might know the game really well. But when you see
0: this kid, no. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I think there's a sense of chemistry that comes with that. Like, his dad can probably communicate with him better than anybody else on the team because he knows his son. But at the same time, like, everybody else on the team looks at that and says, you're not doing this because he's the better option. You're doing this because he's your son. Yeah. And I I saw Tubbs at the club on Twitter. They're a, a sports blog that covers Vandal sports. They uh, they tweeted out saying that this is just simply about a better player. It's not about anything else. Yeah. Like he Nothing against Mason. Right. right. That's what he was nothing saying. Nothing against him. Yeah. it's
1: just not the best option. And mm-hmm. if I can't imagine trying to keep a team together and not turn on you when you're losing games seventy nine to thirteen. Not that they were going to win it with Colton Richardson anyway. Right. But to have control of your team when you're losing that bad and you're not trying to make improvements because you refuse to believe your son is less than a starter.
0: Right. Yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, I think in the college realm, it's unless you're a bigger name school like maybe Alabama, like you have somebody like Jalen Hurts who's a backup and like in a school like Idaho doing a quarterback by committee approach just doesn't seem like a very viable option. Cause you, you're, it's not. I, and I, that's not where I feel like we've never really been all that deep in the quarterback position. Um, but especially this year, we're not, <laughs> we're not. And
1: part of it, part of it that's frustrating is we've seen what Petrino can do with the capable quarterback mm-hmm. In a decent line, uh, you know we had that bowl win with Lenihan and a good offensive line. And he, I think Colton Richardson is going to be capable, not this year, but he needs to get experience. And what, at, what year is he right now? He's a sophomore. So we burnt his red shirt last year when okay. Linehan got hurt, and then ultimately Petrino got hurt because he's so small. Um, he just gets crushed and then Richardson had to come in, and he won the game he started. He beat a bowl team in Georgia State. And that, 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 that's where the controversy is from, is last year when Linehan got hurt, Petrino got thrown in uh, in the Troy game, and we probably we could have won that game had Linehan stayed in or not gotten hurt. Maybe not. Troy was a really good team. Mm-hmm. And then the next game was Coastal Carolina. Who still had not won a Division One game to that point, and we played him in the Kibi Dome. Petrino played the whole game, got shut out.
0: Oh my goodness! We lost
1: by it was like seven to
0: nothing. So we you have some evidence of why playing him is not a good idea. Yeah, um, and you'd like to think that he grew between then and now, but I mean in terms of skill and well, just IQ the fact that. that he
1: got shut out and gave a winless team their first win in this division in Moscow. And then the next week, Colton goes in in Georgia and beats a winning football team. Says a lot. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them is going to do well against Fresno.
0: Yeah, one one conversation I'd like to – I wish that there were, like, bugs in the room to hear is Petrino talking to his coaching staff and uh, making this decision. If it was, like, a one-sided thing, like, he's like, we're going to do this, or if they were, like, in agreement and an agreement and then they – they, they told the team we're going to do this because of this. I want to know how how transparent they were about that situation.
1: I If, if I had – this is just me speaking what I think may be happening. Yeah. This would only happen in Idaho. Petrina wouldn't get away with this anywhere else, getting an undersized quarterback that's his son and starting him, unless he was clearly the best quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, the only person that gets away with that is Nick Saban because he's basically God in Alabama.
0: <laughs> um, oh, and he is – Man, he was giving the reporter some yeah. business after that game. <laughs>
1: but Petrino doesn't get away with this anywhere else. And I think Petrino may be gone after this season by his own accord. Right. He doesn't want to coach in the big sky.
0: He wants to be on in the in the on the bigger stage, not he's, the lower stage. Yeah, he's got an out.
1: He's got his brother. He may not be a head coach somewhere, but he could be a coordinator. Held the – just to let you know the pay differences like the defensive coordinator for lsu makes two million a year
0: right that's massive <laughs> but he's a coordinator
1: but Trino's a head coach and i mean he does okay for himself he makes six figures he makes three hundred and thousand a year but yeah he doesn't want to coach in the big sky his next contract if he stays will be smaller so yeah, he's going and- to be taking a pay cut and being dropped down in division all things that he didn't have a say in mm-hmm. i think he may just want to coach his son finally because he never has
0: and it's his way out. And he just gets out. that <laughs> he's, he's not trying to get fired, out.
1: but he's just like, I'm going to be gone. Let's do this. Let's try it. Bleep it. We'll yeah. try it. We're not going
0: to win anyway.
1: And it's probably true. So
0: He's kind of cashing in early.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, if you're recru- if you're being recruited by Idaho and you have another offer, which a lot of these kids don't for Idaho, and you're a quarterback, why would you want to come to Idaho? Yeah. He's going to pick his son.
0: It's pretty there. <laughs>
1: yeah in middle of nowhere it's pretty
0: my major is there <laughs> i'm an engineering
1: major corbin says
0: he's going to be a first round draft pick in the nfl i think that's sarcasm talking about uh petrino the quarterback <laughs> yeah i think that i think that's who we're talking about or or maybe he's talking about jalen hurts like he's probably going to be a hmm. a, a draft pick in the, the NFL only first round draft pick
1: that they're going to be is in their fantasy league oh they'll get the first round pick
0: yeah, I see what you mean. Because <laughs> that's the only thing guaranteed, right? That that sounded
1: better in my brain. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> totally understand. Um, but anyways, it's it's going to be a tough season for the Vandals. We we in that game, one point I didn't mention. I'll just kind of glance over here. Uh, Fresno State had seven rushing touchdowns in that game, three by one guy, and I think the other two touchdowns were defensive. They were. Did they have any pass? They must not have had any passing touchdowns. I think their backup quarterback had one. I guess they had to have one because there were seven rushing touchdowns, two field goals returned for touchdowns. Interception. Interception, So that's like 10 touchdowns right there. That's 70 points. So they had to have one more touchdown. I think their backup quarterback threw one. And then they missed an extra point early, I think, and then field goal.
1: So next week will be interesting for the Vandals. It'll show if they can brush it off because they're playing a small directional school out of New Mexico.
0: Who is it? Do you know? It's the, like the
1: Western New Mexico Tech or something. <laughs> I doubt they have a logo. One of those schools.
0: <laughs> it's, wait, they don't. Yeah. I don't. I think I saw it in the so, schedule. I'm like, wait, next week we're playing somebody who doesn't have a logo? Yeah, or like on so ESPN. small that
1: ESPN doesn't pick it up. Not that that's saying much.
0: Right. They they probably have one, but yeah. ESPN hasn't received it. <laughs> but if I know the Vandals,
1: they sure know how to play down to someone's level. Yeah,
0: they're like, sweet, well, we can get by on this one. Oh, we got beat. Oh, no. So
1: the Vandals should be able to win it just on – talent i hate saying that talent alone because right. something we're never known for but <laughs> they should be able to
0: just cut by the scale of their recruiting in the yeah. school. yeah
1: but on the same note if they if it was a close game would i be surprised
0: not at all nah we're vandal fans we understand how yeah, it we goes. totally understand uh, corbin, corbin on facebook says petrino comes off as a jerk very often with the media he doesn't have the stuff to back it up though uh like our crazy neighbor mike crazy man leach <laughs>
1: Leech is, a, Leech is a character. Petrino does come off as kind of a prick. Yeah. Um, and I think he probably is. Granted, I, I'm not going to assume anything because that's a high-stress position. You're mm. always busy. Um, good one point. thing that I could see making him sort of that way is he's used to winning. Mm-hmm. He's always won. His brother wins. He rides coattails.
0: And in and a yeah. place like idaho he probably has people telling him how he thinks he should be doing his job
1: yeah little man syndrome maybe a little bit and yeah anywhere he goes there's going to be people trying to tell him how to do his job but now he's in charge
0: and yeah i mean when you so. go to a school like idaho you, you you have to take some sense of ownership and i think he, he takes that with an attitude in yeah. some ways he's like i'm the coach here get off my case and he, he he kind of treats the media that way in in a sense yeah to
1: his credit he's gotten the academic stuff back on track that's good there mm-hmm. were I've seen comments on boards for well Aiky had us going in the right direction, blah 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 blah. Aiky Aiky Aiky. I'm like, "Eh, no.
0: But he's a cancer in other ways. Yeah, (laughs)
1: Aiky may have won a bowl game with, you know, Erickson's recruits, but when he left that was a
0: program in shambles. So if you think
1: Aiky was a better coach, you're kidding yourself.
0: He was high energy. He was great for the media. Yeah, nice guy. He's a (laughs) player's
1: coach. Everyone loves him, but ooh. Stay tuned for the second half. You're gonna love it. Yeah, you're gonna love it.
0: (laughs) goes for two wins the bowl yeah, game Pretty maybe ballsy.
1: a nicer person or easier to get along with guy than petrino but definitely not a better coach right now that Petrino's a great coach but petrino went in the bowl game with his recruits
0: yeah the thing about Aiky that was so cool is probably just his personality yeah
1: everyone it would, liked it you could hang out with Aiky. you could have a beer with Aiky. i don't he think would, i could have a beer with petrino he
0: would be in the in the cafeteria at the, at the dorms he'd come in there and be like how you doing, Bubba? He'd say, he'd call everybody Bubba. Like, go over to the sandwich shop. I don't remember the lady's name. Her name was like Sophia or something. I go there all the time. She'd make the best turkey sandwiches. I'm standing in line. He comes in and cuts me. I'm like, oh, it's okay, Rob. And he's like, talking to the lunch lady. He's like, how you doing, Bubba? How you doing today? And I'm like, her, her name's not Bubba. What are you doing? <laughs> Put some respect on that name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's making you a sandwich. Oh, man. But, yeah, Rob Akey, he was a character. I have a bobblehead of his on a shelf somewhere to remember those days. Um, back when we played Boise State for the last time. Oh, yeah. Who? And we lost. It's okay. Who do we hate? Boise, Boise State. State. Hey, so I'm, I'm
1: rooting against Boise next weekend.
0: You You are rooting against them? Yeah. Who are they playing?
1: Oklahoma State. I'm going to be in Stillwater.
0: Oh, you're yeah. going to be there for that one. Yeah. I forgot
1: that. Yeah.
0: There's so many things going on this summer, man. Like, yeah. Look for me on ESPN
1: or Fox Sports 1.
0: You should go hold a Vandal sign.
1: We thought about it. <laughs> I mean, like, this is the only shade of orange I like. <laughs> it's always, something passive-aggressive. Oh, yeah, Oklahoma State's orange. So
0: Corbin says, shaky-achy. And then he says, the good old days. Yes, two very oh. common phrases from back then. <laughs> yeah. So after uh, some a terrible game by the Vandals, hopefully they can – come back around the next game against the No Logo team, according to ESPN. Um, on to the NFL. Um, I'm going to take the NFL topics in a, in a, like a chronological order in, in how the NFL has had their stories come out, I think. I mean, we, we all know that the, the season is starting tomorrow, yes. and uh, there's another story that's been looming around the NFL for a long time, um, about a couple years now. Of Colin Kaepernick kneeling during the national anthem mm. and the 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 shitstorm that that's caused for a lack of better words because there's confusion on Bad on, on a couple sides and just people not doing their research and understanding the cause not understanding all the all the stuff that he did to make sure he did it right and then he still did it wrong miraculously, um, but Colin Kaepernick is now the face of Nike's 30th anniversary of the Just Do It campaign. Um, they shared or he posted the two minute ad that Nike put out about this campaign. And it's actually pretty cool. It's kind of like showing a whole bunch of different athletes from different backgrounds and, and different sports with, uh, different kind of challenges that they face. Like, uh, is it, uh, Oh my goodness. Is it Sha- Shaquem Griffin who has Sha- one yeah. hand? Yeah. Shaq Sha- Sha- Griffin. It's either Shaq Sha- 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 either way. Yeah. You go Shaq. It was my <laughs> Shaq, Shaq and Shaq. Um, but he was in there where it's like, he's like, if you, if you're, you're down, like don't give up basically. And they show a clip of him just like flexing and it just makes you like you're forced to forget about
1: he's starting this week
0: and he's starting. And like, that's, that's gotta be a huge moment for him and his family. I mean, like that's a whole different story on its own, but those are the types of stories that they were sharing in this, in this campaign ad, the first of probably many more to come. Um, and nike they they made this deal with him to be the face of the campaign after the nfl failed to dismiss the trial of him um claiming that they are collude nfl owners are colluding against him trying to keep him off the team blackballing him as they say and so it's it's kind of interesting how that all played out like the trial did not get this, get dismissed the nfl shocked like what the heck's going on colin kaepernick moves forward with the allegations <laughs> and and then he gets this deal with nike and so people the people who don't agree with the way that he's done his silent protesting are setting their nike gear ablaze they i've seen people ripping the tops off of their socks because like the logo is up at the top on the sides they rip the tops off their socks i'm just like you already bought it what are you doing yeah donate it to somebody who needs it i bet some of those people are veterans the people that you you think that he's disrespecting by kneeling during the national anthem when he like when he he talked to a veteran who was a former 49er at the time yeah about what would be the most respectful way to do it and you're you're <laughs> it's like everything you're doing doesn't line up i guess on the one side um it, it's very much a. He knelt. He's just disrespecting the flag. No,
1: no, 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 don't want any reasons. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about your rights and your way of protesting. La 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 la, la, la.
0: You're affecting my NFL Sunday viewing. Yeah,
1: get that song dropped the field. Yeah. yeah. Ly, la, 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 la. Not. And then you have a. Why a is that guy kneeling during the anthem? Maybe there's a damn good reason yeah because it would take a damn good reason to kneel there and they have
0: right like pay attention yeah pay attention a little bit more uh so people are burning their nike gear Mag- instead of donating it or giving it to somebody who can use it even if they don't want to support that brand maybe somebody else can use the shoes or the socks or the shirt or the hat or the whatever it is yeah uh, but also you have to pay attention to what other brands nike owns like look in your closet go look at nike and all the companies that they are they're they're like part of and then go look in your closet and tell me how many clothes you have left when you pull all of those it, out of there
1: it's the same people that you know oh we're going to protest Nike because they sponsored this guy and then
0: like blind supporting kind of yeah
1: and then they will go and you know you try to point out the human rights violations of these other brands that they use and knowingly purchase and support and they don't want to hear it
0: right and they can choose your protest exactly right? <laughs> Uh, it's kind of like whack-a-mole in a way, but I mean, I can, I was discussing this with my wife earlier with Keltron and, and we were just kind of, I mean, we have these discussions. They're actually really fun because it helps me learn more about her and I learn more about me because we're discussing these things. We don't talk about them ever. So whenever they come up, it's kind of refreshing to have a, like an intelligible conversation about rare topics, I guess. Uh, but she mentioned like, I could see how like people might be upset that he's kneeling during the national anthem. Like people are going to misconstrue that.
1: Yeah, no, I totally get that.
0: Yeah. And, and like, I want, I want people to know who are our viewers who are um, on that side that I can see how there would be frustration and, and why, why people wouldn't like that. But you're, you're missing the fact that he went through all the hoops to be as respectful as he could while still using his platform and he wasn't just doing it because he was on the bench and he wasn't doing well. He, that was at the, the pinnacle of when all this stuff was going on, police brutality and, and, and against, and against minorities in America. And so he, the timing wasn't about him being bad at football. No, It was about what was happening in the country at that time. And
1: I, what I think, I don't have a problem with people not liking what he's doing. Right. I, I have a problem with them that not that. liking it and then not wanting to hear the reason why. Yeah. That are just like, nope, 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 nope,
0: nope. Yeah, and you dis- disrespect my military, you shouldn't be on the field. Yeah,
1: and you ask him, what's well, an alternate solution? And they can't give you one or they give you something generic and just like, no.
0: They just say, don't kneel.
1: Don't kneel. <laughs> Use your stage, use your platform otherwise. No, that is his platform. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. So it's just a, it's a big mess. And I think that there's not, it's not going away. Yeah. There's a lack of communication from one side. I think everybody's willing to listen to each other to some extent, but when you get responses like just stop kneeling, that's not the solution to that problem. Be more constructive with your (laughs) feedback. Yeah. Come on, man. Um, But. There are people out there who do think that Nike is doing this campaign with Colin Kaepernick for the money. And sure, they are a corporation, a global corporation that is one of the biggest.
1: Nike don't need your money.
0: <laughs> they don't need the money. Um, sure, they might be doing it and making money off of it in the long run, but they're also attaching themselves to a very important social issue in the U.S. that I mean extends kind of beyond the U.S. Like, you know, the your your human your basic human rights and what the what the I guess it is the American Constitution it's not yeah. like every other country but the values that America has can also like they should be transferable to other countries like these are values that other countries should have but they don't yeah and so it's a very it's an international topic everybody's talking about it right um but people say they're doing it for the money and sure they're going to make money they might lose some in the short term then they're going to make more And Colin Kaepernick's also making more money where he's probably going to turn it back into his community a little bit. Um, but this campaign, it's just starting. Like, we don't know what it's going to be like. People see the first, the the face of the campaign and they attach all of the luggage that from that movement and from that person to the campaign. And it's like, you're once again, not listening. Like, yeah, it's,
1: it's all knee jerks.
0: Yeah. And the ad, let me go find the ad really quick. Um,
1: I didn't like the ad just because of the generic statement.
0: Yeah, it is pretty generic, and people ran with that.
1: Oh, yes, they did. (laughs) It didn't take them long.
0: Uh, So let me see if I can pull up the actual quote. Oh, don't play audio on me. Don't do it. Don't you Believe
1: in something, even if it costs you everything or something like that.
0: Yeah, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Hashtag just do it. And people, I mean – people are going to always take words and twist them to their own understanding.
1: But that's dangerously generic.
0: It is dangerously (laughs) generic. And I, am sure that they agonized over what they were saying there. Yeah. They probably made it so like 50, 50, like it it could mean anything, you know? Yeah. People are going to run with it, but what's the original message. It's always going to come back to Colin Kaepernick and his cause, Uh, not his cause, but the cause of uh, minorities in America being, you know, you know, killed by police um and i mean all the people that he's including in this ad i feel like there's going to be some kind of connection with them later on throughout the campaign um but i mean when they put out the wording with his face as like a you know kind of like a serious picture i've seen people take that same phrase and put pat tillman behind it instead of colin kaepernick and it's like that's very true. But then you're monetizing a, yeah. <laughs> a,
1: a veteran, a hero, a dead guy. And yeah, and it's like, you can't make everybody happy.
0: Just because, I mean, this can mean that. Yeah. Th- like Colin Kaepernick and his cause and and for that community, it it doesn't take the importance away from that other significant person. You know what I mean? Like you can put that person in this exact position. and yeah. That's what's so awesome about it is that Like this is his cause. He's like the face of this campaign because he kind of, he started this thing by the silent protesting. Pat Tillman, you know, died uh, fighting for our country. Yeah, volunteered, signed up. And he was a pro football player, had all all the money in the world, but he wanted to go fight. And he did that. And it was the ultimate sacrifice. And they're not trying to compare Colin Kaepernick's silent protest as a ultimate sacrifice, as being equal to what Pat Tillman did. Everybody fights their own battles. And this happens to be the one Colin Kaepernick is in right now. And it's something that can relate to everybody. So I think that the thing about a campaign is you have to be able to understand it from your own perspective, put yourself into that campaign and be like, how do I fit into this picture? And and then you, the, the idea is to make you buy something, right? So like, what about this says, I'm going to go buy some stuff. Right out front, it doesn't really say that.
1: Yeah, it, if it can inspire you, you may just be brand loyal or more yeah. so than you were.
0: Right. So, like, if you so. if, if you were on on Colin's side and then they came out with him as being the spokesperson,
1: yeah, they're not like buy Jays.
0: Yeah, <laughs> then you might go and buy a shirt or something because they they made that leap to support that social issue. Yeah. Um, but if you were on the other side, sure, you might not wear the clothes for a little bit, but I mean converse is also kind of a nike brand
1: yeah. <laughs> no, if if the people that are mad and making the huff and puff about this would spend half the effort they are making the huff and puff to just try to understand what's going on this would go away right this this not the issue he's protesting
0: but this news mm-hmm. and and i think on a similar note these are the same people who uh they they're all up in arms because they they that you know they say that they're disrespecting their veter our veterans by kneeling during the national anthem, but they are also aren't, aren't they are not doing anything on their own regard to help the veteran community. Yeah, like fighting for veterans' rights and veteran volunteering at your local VA center. Yeah, and donate or American donating Legion. anything like donate your Nike gear to it.
1: Yeah, hey, I'm I mean, sure veterans would love a good pair of Nikes.
0: So I mean, it's the same people who are they're up in arms about something they feel so strongly about, but they don't they don't they support them vocally and visually in standing up for the national anthem and singing God bless America, whatever you sing, but they don't do anything extra. Talk is cheap. Yeah. And I'm not saying everybody, I'm not lumping everybody into that category. There's yeah, definitely people I'm who are against I this. I'm not saying I go who, out of
1: my way to go do stuff either, but I also <clears> tend to keep my nose out of stuff. Yeah. So.
0: And on, I mean, there are a lot of veterans. I mean, I have to go find this tweet. Sorry, I'm like stumbling over my words because I have this in my head and I, I want to get it right. Uh, so there's Nate Boyers, the player who was the former vet, who is the veteran who oh, yeah. played for the Niners, and uh, he helped. He like advised Colin Kaepernick to take a knee because it's a sign of praying. It's quiet. It's peaceful. You're not yelling during the national anthem. Yeah. You're not.
1: And as a reminder, <laughs> Kaepernick was doing this for several games before he got noticed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So if you go find Nate Boyer, 37 on Twitter, his profile picture is him standing next to Colin Kaepernick when, you know, Colin Kaepernick, like the game that he had talked to him about doing this at.
1: Oh yeah. I see it.
0: Pretty iconic. And then his banner picture is himself with his battalion with an American flag. Pretty sick photo. Not going to lie.
1: Some, uh, nice, editing some after effects there indeed
0: he said this is uh let's see september 4th so yesterday like early in the morning like the day that everything came out he says on twitter some are offended some aren't it's really that simple to push roughly 20 million veterans onto one side or the other of the anthem debate because you know a vet who feels a certain way is just stupid we're as diverse and sometimes just as stupid as any other American microcosm. Ooh. And I thought that was, Juicy. That, that hit a lot of really good points because like, you know, all of us on the outside, not being veterans, not being an NFL player who has a platform to talk about social issues on that scale, we're all just as diverse as, the, as those two microcosms in themselves. And like, there are some veterans who are probably upset about, oh, no doubt than the kneeling because they, they think it's a disrespect to them. But then there are probably other veterans who are like, no, we fought for the rights for them to express themselves in that way.
1: Yeah. And there's probably other ones that are like, God damn right. You're kneeling down. There's some stuff that's messed up in America that needs to be addressed.
0: Yeah. So there's, there's definitely a spectrum of, of feelings towards this, this movement. Yeah. And they exist on all of those planes, whether you're a football player Like, I don't, I want to stay out of it or I want to get in, be a part of this, or I think it's disrespectful, whatever it is. Like that exists on us as fans, (laughs) that same range of emotions. Like this is unbelievable. This can't happen to like, just don't do it. And then to like, I think that's a good thing. And then also why aren't they doing this more? It's sort of like a four, like a fan of like four different things that, that um, all different levels are involved in. And I just, I think that says a lot about like how big this problem really is. I mean, it kind of, it hits a lot of different people, different backgrounds, but it also hits a lot of people who have different feelings and different political affiliations and different. And I think that's also part of the reason why it has gotten so muddy.
1: (laughs) Well, if, if, if his intent, I know it wasn't, was to stir the pot, then yeah. Consider it stirred.
0: Yeah. The intent it's yeah. all about the intent. It always is. Yeah. Um, so that is pretty good for the Colin Kaepernick thing, but I still have a few points I just want to mention. Hope that was deep enough for you guys.
1: Yeah, that was pretty good, I think. Uh, Sorry if you disagree with us. Yeah, I'm not please, trying to convince you of anything. That's just how I feel.
0: Please voice your opinions.
1: I'm not going to tell you you're wrong.
0: I'm just going to tell you to reconsider. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... In my notes here, I, I, did, I wanted to mention that Nike's stock did go down a little bit after their campaign announcement, because people are like, I don't want to support them. But then it went back up, probably because people are like, I want to invest in this company, because they're going to make a ton of money off this. Yeah, People well, being logical.
1: I tried to burn my Nike golf clubs. Tell you what, they didn't burn. <laughs> good, I didn't try to do good that. Good
0: quality product.
1: Yeah, solid.
0: Um, I, I have heard some side stories, like people talking about this issue and Nike, the, the kneeling thing. And one of my friends was was like uh they still have sweatshops though don't forget and i was like ooh
1: yeah i'm not promoting nike that's <laughs> right, part that's... of the issue though is people are willing to burn their nike shoes because they supported colin kaepernick they bought them in the first place and ignored the human rights violation right <laughs> sweatshops like <laughs> right. i'm okay with kids working for pennies on the dollar but yeah. Don't support this guy who did something during a football game.
0: Yeah, some some people. I guess one thing I should have brought up earlier is that the them putting Colin Kaepernick as the face is what some people would call like parachuting in to a good cause. Like, yeah, oh, here's something we can steal up and use for our betterment. Yeah, I ignored um,
1: everything up to here, yeah. and now's my opportunity. So I this I, is easy.
0: So I can see that too. I mean, they have the sweatshop background, or that that uh, what's like luggage baggage attached to their name. So like this could be a way of them washing that clean at least a little bit. Yeah. Um, Could have
1: bought some Toms, but instead you overpaid for some Nikes, contributed (laughs) to, you know, capitalism and a giant corporation that makes way too much money off their products that were built for cheap. Yeah. We could have bought Toms, but you didn't.
0: Yeah. See, when I buy Nikes nowadays – it's it's usually like I'm buying a certain player's shoe. It's not about yeah, Nike. There's nothing wrong with that. It's about the player because I am inspired more by them than Nike. Yeah, honestly,
1: I've got Nike shirts. Yeah. I don't have any Nike shoes because they don't fit my feet right. Some
0: about them, I don't know. I'm wearing a pair of LA Gear shoes. I've got on some DCs. So like I mean I these shoes I got them for 20 bucks. My thought was if they will last one year, I'm I'm making money on that deal. This is not a paid advertisement. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, Nike shoes don't fit my feet very well for some so, reason. I do have a pair of Nike, uh, like basketball shoes, sort of, but I use them. Oh, to play, right. I use them to play racquetball because they they grip well. They're not the most comfortable for yeah, me. Yeah, they're like
0: Air Maxes or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, something. I mean, I they're on f- the cheaper end of the spectrum, but still comfortable, and they have multiple uses.
1: I do. I, yeah, I do it for the grip. They're they're yeah. more comfortable shoes, but they were less grippy for the application I needed them for.
0: Um, but, yeah, so I think with the whole money thing, maybe Nike could be more transparent about what's happening with all of that money. Like, yeah, yeah. are they going to be donating some of that to the cause? Are they going to be doing bigger campaigns yeah. that kind of spread across different sports? And all I mean, they will, obviously. That's how they do things. But It's going to go right in the Oregon Ducks uniforms. <laughs> Just all of it. Those Boom. aren't cheap. <laughs> well, probably cheap to make. They should probably make some better Nike jerseys for the NBA because they were – getting torn up and crap last season
1: they could probably make a ducks helmet that looked like an afro
0: that <laughs> would that would be sick that would be oh, i want to i want to photoshop that <laughs> dear <right> nike now. <laughs> dear nike and oregon ducks organization <laughs> we got the oregon duckernicks <laughs> touchdown duckernicks oh, oh my gosh it's got weird. That's a great idea. I want to go Photoshop this now. Like, next up, Nike, like Oregon football or uniforms.
1: he could do like his uh, his GQ Man of the Year shoot where he's got the suit. Yeah. So the jersey looks like his suit, and then the helmet looks like an afro.
0: That would be sweet, man. Micah, yeah. you're full of good ideas. I know, right? Um, so, anyways, very big topic. We've covered that one several times in the past, but it's always it's it's been ever present in the NFL news and media omnipresence. And uh, I do think it is kind of funny that this, all this news comes out right before kickoff weekend where everybody's super excited.
1: Oh, it was deliberate as bleep, oh, man. Super deliberate. Super
0: deliberate. Just like the words in that advertisement and then choosing it to be so open-ended dangerously vague. <laughs> yeah. They, they definitely took a risk there. Dangerously they're generic. They're being very deliberate in their date and choice of oh, publishing yeah. this campaign. Oh yeah. It's calculated. It's Nike. They know what they're doing, man. (laughs) It's
1: that Rocket League quick text. Calculated.
0: Calculated. Calculated. So NFL season kicks off tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you're ready. 24 hours. Actually, the first game is at 8.20 p.m. Eastern time. You got the Battle of the Birds, Falcons at Eagles. So you get to see the defending champs play in the first game of the season at home.
1: Foles is starting. Foles is starting. So if you drafted Wentz, put in your backup.
0: Backup. He's he's probably be there like week three. That's my my guess. It's a solid um, assumption. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, that's one game. I mean, you got a whole bunch of other ones going on Sunday. Obviously, starting at 11 o'clock our time. You know, I I'd be so weird to be on the East Coast where it's like starts at one and you end up watching football till midnight, one in the morning. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> just
1: got to be a different style over there.
0: Yeah, we're kind of lucky. Um. But some other games Clean that are
1: Clean air I, and early football. It's
0: great. Yay. Uh, so are there are there any games that you know of right off the top of your head? I can go through here and we can maybe talk about one in particular, but...
1: I know about uh, most of them, but if you have a particular question...
0: I mean, the Texans, Patriots, that's kind of a sort of a rivalry, no? I mean, Texans are in the Titans. Are the Patriots in the Titans division? No. They're not?
1: No, Patriots are in the same division as Miami, New York, yeah.
0: and Buffalo. Got it. You nailed it. New York Jets. Boom.
1: Yeah. not the Giants.
0: So, I mean, just going through here.
1: They're in the same division. They couldn't play each other in the Super Bowl three times or two times. Yeah. Three times, Two times.
0: Two times. I'll trust you on that. Two times. But Titans play Dolphins. I know that's one I'll be watching because my dad's a Dolphins fan. My brother and Micah are Titans fans. But having that grudge in the household is always fun on Sundays. Uh, (laughs) uh, One you can look forward to if you're a Browns fan. They're playing the Steelers. Probably going to get beat. But you never know. It's a new year. No, Le'Veon Bell. They're still undefeated, but they're also not—they're also not defeated.
1: They're the Cleveland Browns.
0: They're still the Browns. Uh, Mayfield's not starting, but you know, this could be the year that they come out of the ditch. <laughs> uh, you got Chiefs, Chargers, Cowboys, Panthers, Redskins, Cardinals, Seahawks, Broncos. That's kind of a a big matchup for this region that we're in, like sort of yeah. Pacific Northwest and Two inland closest Northwest. Teams. Yeah, like Broncos. There's a ton of Broncos fans and a ton of Seahawks fans around here.
1: Seahawks fans, I've noticed a steep decline since uh, in the Seahawk fandom
0: after they they yeah. were not so dominant.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and now getting rid of uh, Shermanators. Shermanators. People, the bandwagoners that knew a little bit have realized that it's going to be a bad year. They don't
0: have Marshawn to hope that he puts the team on his back, though.
1: Yeah, they, it's it's going to be a rough year.
0: Bears-Packers, I know that's a pretty big rivalry. That's uh, the Sunday night game. It's a biggie. Uh, 8.20 p.m. Sunday night. And then we've got Jets-Lions, Rams, Raiders, uh, Monday night football games. First one would be at 7.10. Second one would be at 10.20. Dos huevos. Our time or Eastern? This says 8.20 our time. That means 10.20 Eastern. God damn, that's a late game. We're gonna be watching football at We're, one in the morning. Who's the home team? Raiders.
1: Oh, okay. Oh uh, well, yeah, yeah, I was like, it's got to be a West that's Coast team. Super late, but, but yeah, yeah. If I you're mean, on the
0: East Coast for that one. You're watching the game at midnight.
1: Well, I'm pretty the East Coast. There's not gonna be that many Raiders fans. Probably it's
0: not. Good. They won't stay up for that one. Yeah. So those are just. Still, a, that is a late game. Those are a quick look. The quick look at this coming week. But before we go, we wanted to do a really quick preview of the season i know we haven't got there yet and this is sort of like the main thing that i had micah here for it was his idea he wanted to like go through all the teams and just give a quick preview of like why they're going to be good why they're going to be bad
1: it's gonna be like one to two sentences yeah so we'll try to keep it
0: pretty pretty quick for you so if we go i've got the let me go to my other view here actually all right so i put together this little deal uh you can see my tabs up there. There's nothing weird, is there? And I Got Nate Boyer, Nike runcon. Nope, we're good.
1: So, is there usually weird things on your tabs?
0: No, I'm just like, you know, I could have like Google Analytics up there and people would be like, "What is that?" Or my Facebook and say, like, "Oh, what's his last name?" I'm like not that it matters.
1: You invested in Apple too late, Kyle. What are you doing? <laughs> the stock market's about to crash.
0: <laughs> uh so we're going to basically we're going to go down this list. We're going to start with the AFC East and the AFC, obviously, and we're going to start with the bottom team and go up to the top. So we have, we're forced to like talk about the bad team and why they're going to be good and bad, and then go up to the top team like, Patriots, well, we know why they're going to be good and bad. Well, we'll come up with something. Okay. I, I have an idea. Okay, what like, are you thinking? Work with me on this. Okay.
1: You name the team, and you say, like, Jets, why are they going to be good, or Jets, why are they going to be bad? Okay. Just, I'll, I'll answer you whatever you ask. Okay. so I, I haven't prepared anything.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna just There's no list anywhere. I'm gonna go in the direction that I described, but he won't see it coming because he's gonna be thinking of things to say. Yeah. Um so that being said, New York Jets. Go to bed. Go to bed? Good, good or bad. Bed. Oh, well, you can you decide. Oh. Because, well, okay. Are you gonna say like a good and a bad thing about that same team?
1: I can, or I could just. Say or you say just something. Whatever you want me to say.
0: Okay, do what you want to do. All right. <laughs> okay. So the Jets, good or bad? Yeah.
1: Okay, the uh, Jets are gonna be good this year because Sam Darnold's, Darnold's work gonna work out. Jets, Jets are gonna be bad, bad this year because they don't have any supporting cast. Their wide receiver is a tool. They're not a good football team.
0: Okay, Dolphins, good or bad?
1: The Dolphins are going to be bad. This bad. Year. bad this year. Tannehill, this is his time to shine. He has not done so thus far.
0: They still don't have a Jai because they got rid of him. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo Bills, good or bad?
1: Buffalo Bills are going to be bad, but they could be good if the pieces come together. But as it is right now, McCoy has no supporting cast.
0: And McCoy is a bad, bad man. Allegedly. Not in a good way. Uh, Because, you know, there's an announcer who says he's a bad, bad man. Mm. I think it's Chris Carter or something like that. Anyway, New England Patriots.
1: New England Patriots are going to be good. As usual, the AFC goes through New England. The Patriots will be bad if this rumored locker room feud between Belichick, Gronk, and Brady actually comes to fruition.
0: Very true. I just picked up Tom Brady in my league, my fantasy draft tonight. Hoping, yep. hoping he puts things together still. Yep. Just that'll for be. that league, though. Yeah, that'll be good though. They should be all right. They were thirteen and three last season. That'll be good. So we're moving on to the AFC West. Denver Broncos, good or bad?
1: Denver Broncos will be good this year. Uh, their defense will carry them, and they will be bad this year because. Uh, Case Keenum's magic ran out last year.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. They did. They do have a, a, a beefy rookie running back ready to go, Royce Freeman.
1: They had that with Monte Ball, too, and then <laughs> Uh
0: I know David said that he was looking promising, so have him in one league. We'll see how that goes. Oakland Raiders, good or bad?
1: The Oakland Raiders will be bad this year because they got rid of Mack the o Raiders will be good this year because Derek Carr does his best Aaron Rodgers impression.
0: <laughs> uh, I like his fiery attitude too. He's one of my favorite guys in the league, actually Derek Carr. I think he wears eyeliner. It <laughs> does look like a rocker. Yes. Uh, also the last season in Oakland, right? This is the last year You're they, right. go, they nice. go to Vegas. Yep. So make it count Oakland. Uh, then you have Los Angeles chargers.
1: Los Angeles Chargers will be good this year because their defense is underrated, surprisingly good, and Phillip Rivers is consistent. The Chargers will be bad this year because they have no fan base in L.A. No one gets hype, and the team has a hard time being motivated.
0: There's a a lot of teams in the Bay Area that just gets spread so thin. (laughs) Uh, Kudos
1: to San Diego for not building them a stadium on your tax dollar. Yeah, <laughs>
0: kudos
1: to the people of San Diego. And
0: I have to say, Keltron, my wife, she absolutely no. I'm thinking, you know what? Yeah, she's annoyed by Phil Rivers, and how like he always looks mad and he's moody. he's a competitor. But I'm like, that's just him like being in the zone. And
1: Felipe Rios, <laughs> he's got eight niños. <laughs>
0: that's muy niños.
1: He's a lot of niños. He's <laughs> got a lot
0: of kids. All right, so on to Kansas City Chiefs, good or bad.
1: Kansas City Chiefs will be good this year because of Mahomes having a stellar sophomore season and his speedy supporting cast. The Kansas City Chiefs will be bad this year because, well, that's what they do. They fall apart.
0: Kareem Hunt, maybe he can follow up with a good season like he did last year. They post
1: Malona and fall apart.
0: (laughs) And we fall apart. Yep. Uh, On to the AFC North. Cleveland Browns, good or bad?
1: The Cleveland Browns will be good this year because some higher power deemed it their season. And the Cleveland Browns will be bad this year because they're going to be bad this year.
0: The the ghost of LeBron's past is going to be in Cleveland?
1: No, Le- <laughs> LeBron has nothing to do with this. Cleveland's just bad. Um, they might win... I, if they won four games, kudos. They're not winning any more than yeah, four games. I'm
0: going to say they're going to be good because anything better than last year is good.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really only good things from here. Yeah. I mean.
0: Unless they go undefeated again or defeated again, then whoa, boy. City, uh, the city's going to burn.
1: Yeah, I, don't, I think they will win at least one. I think they're going to win three or four.
0: They're not doing any better than that. Right. Uh, not a huge improvement, but an improvement. The Cincinnati Bengals, good or bad?
1: The Cincinnati Bengals will be good this year because I don't know why uh, they're going to be bad this year because Marvin Luce has worn out his welcome and they keep bringing him back. Uh, though John Ross is a sleeper pick.
0: John Ross, he's a he's a fast dude. Um, in in, in his forty yard dash, he like ran himself, got the record. Yeah, and then hurt himself, like basically ran himself into a cramp because he's just too dang fast. He's too fast. <laughs> and <laughs> Marvin doesn't
1: like you using, using rookies, so you didn't see him last year. But he had a serious uh, top ten highlight in the preseason, put several dudes on skates.
0: That's always fun to watch.
1: Yeah, they're going to be bad.
0: Balt. <laughs> always fun to watch. Yeah, they're going to be bad. Be bad. <laughs>
1: it's fun to watch him play Pittsburgh. I'll give him that.
0: Uh yeah. They always ball out for Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean they, they they're probably gonna be middle of the pack again. I mean Ravens, it's kind of like a crapshoot between these two, but Baltimore Ravens, good or bad.
1: The Baltimore Ravens will be good because they have a good coach. Their quarterback, if he can pull his head out of his butt, can be good. Their running back is also underrated. They will be bad this year because their defense is lacking.
0: Mm, no Ray Lewis. No Bummer, dude. It's been a while, but still no Ray Lewis. Nobody like him. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, good or bad?
1: Pittsburgh Steelers will be good this year because they have more talent than anybody on the offensive side of the ball if their running back shows up, which, after today, maybe not. The Steelers will be bad because their defense lacks leadership and the drama. Yeah, this is a lot of drama. N- drama is never good for a football team.
0: I don't think it never works out. That's never going to be good for them. I mean, I think it's going to be good this year because Le'Veon Bell is the number one pick in every league. I mean, that's how I. I mean, there's a lot of stock put into him. He's a unique back, and he's dominant. And where he's trying not to be there because they're not paying him, that's bad news. Bears. Even,
1: even if he comes back now, there's been too much drama. The drama never works out. I mean, they, they can say it's fine, but.
0: It's gone past the point of no return, basically. it's a
1: team sport, and an unhappy team doesn't play a good team sport.
0: Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Hot take. Hot, spicy. It's really not that hot. Just out of the microwave.
1: Hey. Ouch. It's on the outside, (laughs) frozen in the middle. (laughs) This content was garbage. (laughs) Damn hot pocket, a sports show.
0: (laughs) All right, AFC South. Houston Texans, good or bad? Houston Texans
1: will be good this year because they have all the tools to do so. Uh, However, I fear Deshaun Watson takes a step back in his season back from injury. Not that it would be bad, but it just won't be as magical as his first several games. Uh, They will be bad because they're going to get hurt because they always get hurt.
0: Yeah, that was, that was the case last year, that's for sure. always catch injury. in but... um, Shout out to J.J. Watt, raising all that money and continuing to use it to help hurricane relief efforts. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, Indiana. good or bad?
1: Uh, they'll be good because Andrew Luck is some voodoo witchcraft guy and comes back all healthy.
0: He so, has a voice like this. Oh, Doc's
1: of. weird, weird. <laughs> They're going to be bad because they're really bad <laughs> they're possibly just as bad as the browns they're actually probably worse than the browns Ooh, they're andrew luck the is browns. the
0: he's the difference maker
1: yeah they're worse than the browns though
0: tennessee titans good or bad
1: tennessee titans will be good because of a new coaching staff a new philosophy uh lefleur and Preach. mary goda and ray will, new attitude i'm super excited uh the titans will be bad this year for all the same reasons uh, new coaches don't always work out, no matter how promising.
0: Very solid point. I think they're going to be good because they don't have two backs who are fighting for carries. They have Derrick Henry, who's going to be a workhorse, and, and then that, Lewis that the pace. tinier guy, <laughs> the, the only tiny in comparison yeah, to he's a big dude. Derrick Henry. But Derrick Henry's going to do some work for them, I think.
1: Yeah. So it, I, I'm I'm saying more than just one or two lines about the Titans just because I'm excited. I'm, yeah. Cautiously optimistic, but it should be good. There's some good chance there. It should be good.
0: All right. On to the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: They're going to be good because their defense is amazing. 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 And they're going to be bad because their quarterback is the definition of inconsistent.
0: That is Bortles? Yes. Blake Bortles. Okay, look
1: up inconsistent in the dictionary, it's a picture of a guy that looks like Blake Bortles. <laughs>
0: A guy that just looks like him, or is it actually him? Yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody knows.
1: Do you know it's, what Blake Bortles is? It's kind like like of
0: like Prince Harry and Carson Wentz. They're the same person.
1: Just saying. Never seen him in the room at the same time.
0: Now we're on to the National Football Conference, a.k.a. the NFC. Starting with the NFC East, New York Giants. New good York, or bad? They're going to be good
1: because the Giants somehow always seem to find the right pieces of the puzzle. Saquon Barkley is crazy talented. <laughs> crazy. Crazy crazy they're gonna be bad because uh, big coaching change it's not good uh they're a mixed bag of old and new
0: and the coaching change comes after benching eli manning yeah the one game after, like ruining his streak like right before he could have broken a record
1: they need to blow the team up and rebuild it around obj and more importantly saquon yes they can get rid of obj honestly
0: how many years do you think eli has left two two so, yeah, that, those would be the rebuilding blocks then. <laughs> um, On to the Washington Redskins, good or bad?
1: They're going to be good because, pff, I, pff, I don't know, Alex Smith <laughs> is an upgrade, I would say, in my opinion, even though the contract doesn't say otherwise. They're going to be bad because Washington just can't ever seem to get it together. Um, I think they have the talent to do it, but they're just not going to. They're also in the wrong division.
0: Ooh, yes. <laughs> Uh, they have the the defending champs up in there. yeah. um also, I will mention that in my draft tonight, there were a lot of Redskins players around the same. I mean, I'm just going off of what the experts have ranked them at for you know predicting this year. They were all like running backs were kind of in the same spots. So I think because just based on those rankings, I'm going to what's the word I'm looking for? I'm going to infer that they are going to be kind of a wash. There's gonna be a little bit of confusion, not a lot of
1: it's going uh, to be a committee by. Yeah, right back by committee. It's going to be a sure. committee approach,
0: and that doesn't always work, but we'll see how it goes.
1: Peterson's going to break a nail and sit out for four weeks while his fingernails heal because he's oddly fragile.
0: <laughs> okay, Dallas Cowboys, good or bad?
1: They're going to be good because they need to put up or shut up, and they have the tools to do it. They have they're lots of tools. going to be bad because they have yet to put up or shut up. I'm not sure they're coached to the capability or to the capacity that they have. I think Dallas's problem is the coach. And Garrett is a eight and eight coach.
0: Yep. Last he, year, nine and seven. Yeah. But he's yeah.
1: done what he's, he's done what he could with them and he's peaked. He yeah. peaked in their, uh, the rookie phenom season.
0: Yeah. I think, I think they'll be good because their drama is in the past a little bit. Minus they, they don't have Des Bryant anymore, but they have all the other parts. They need a good, uh, what is it? Junior year for, Dak Prescott and Zeke. Yeah. Um, I think those guys are going to start clicking again and just get to work. Nothing else. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, good or
1: bad? They're going to be good because they're crazy talented. They're loaded all over the field. Good defense, good offense. They're going to be bad because of Super Bowl hangovers (laughs) and Foles being Foles that we thought he would be like he was in the preseason, which was awful. Um and Wentz taking a step back when he does come back.
0: It'll make it a little it'll make it interesting for the first start of the season.
1: It's gonna be a difficult repeat, but they could definitely repeat.
0: All right. On to the NFC West. San Francisco 49ers, Good or bad?
1: The forty nine is gonna be good because Garoppolo is everything he's talked about being uh Big Dick Jimmy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Big D G.
1: Big D G. Uh they're gonna be bad because uh some drama they had left them in kind of a shambly state and they have yet to recover. I think they're on their way up, but this isn't their year.
0: They got an older Richard Sherman on their defense. We'll see how that pans out. Yeah,
1: I, I think give him a couple years, but th- it's not their year.
0: Um, look forward to a Niners Seahawks matchup this year. A division rival. That'd be interesting. That'll be very interesting. Two bad
1: teams going on it. <laughs> um,
0: see Richard Sherman pick off Russell Wilson instead. Hmm. He's practiced with him enough.
1: I don't think that's going to
0: happen. <laughs> uh Arizona Cardinals, good or bad?
1: They're gonna be good because they have the right talent, as far as running back and a couple of star defenders. Uh, they're going to be bad because Bradford will break his collarbone before he even enters the building.
0: He's like Tony Romo 2.0. He's
1: he's Mr. Glass man. They've
0: got Larry Fitz back. He's he came back out of retirement for this year. Um, I like Larry. He's also one of my favorite dudes. He's Larry's Larry's a good guy. Another good dude out there. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, good or bad.
1: They're going to be good because Russell Wilson, for his small stature, can carry a bunch of dudes on his back.
0: He had like 500 um, rushing yards last year.
1: Yeah, that <laughs> offensive line is ugh, it's terrible. Um, they're going to be bad because they're not the Seahawks you know and love. Yep. They're Yeah, they're done. The defense is decimated. Offensive line is terrible.
0: The Legion of Boom is over. Yeah. Uh Los Angeles Rams.
1: Los Angeles Rams are going to be good because Goff, Gurley, they now have Cooks, uh, or they had Cooks. They now have um, – crap, what's his name? Um, 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 Who's in the Patriots last year? Yeah, Cooks. Yeah, Cooks. He was there. Cooks. I was thinking Woods. Woods was already there. Woods is good. Cooks. Um, their defense is fine. They're going to be bad. They're not going to be bad. Okay. They're going to be good. They're going to be good. <laughs> they're going to be good.
0: <laughs> no bad, all good. Uh on to the NFC North. We got two more divisions to go. Chicago Bears, good or bad?
1: Chicago Bears are going to be good cuz
0: reasons? They're not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be bad. Coming off a 5 and 11 season. Uh, uh I got my my friend uh, Charlie. Okay, I'll, I'll give
1: him this. They'll be good because Trubisky is better than everyone thinks he is and everyone thinks he's okay. Yeah. He just he balls out. But they're going to be bad because that's all they have.
0: Fair enough. Then you got the Green Bay Packers.
1: Green Bay Packers are going to be good because Aaron Rodgers is, in my opinion, the GOAT. um, As far as quarterback skill is concerned, Uh, he he just does it like no one else. Um, They're going to be bad because Rodgers may get hurt. He could. Again.
0: And he just got paid big time. Yeah. Uh, onto the Motor City, Detroit Lions. Good or bad?
1: Uh, the Lions are going to be good because Stafford is hungry. Hungry. He's a hungry boy. Nom, nom, nom. He's thick with two Cs. He's a hungry,
0: hungry lion.
1: They're going to be bad because Detroit is always bad. Yeah. It's something about Detroit they can't ever They see. get a guy
0: named Reggie Bush and they can't utilize him to yeah. the fullest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Detroit's issues are always interesting. It's either the then, defense or the offense or both. In this case, it'll be they'll put up points, but not enough because their defense can't stop
0: people. I mean, they, they, they had Reggie Bush and they had Calvin Johnson at one point. Yeah, Playoff contenders could never get over the hump. And I think that's kind of the Lions in a nutshell.
1: Yeah, it, they had their years. It was like, oh, this is the year, and they never did it.
0: Yeah, and- Sorry, Alice, this isn't the Lions' year probably.
1: <laughs> I like Stafford. Stafford, I like Stafford.
0: Stafford's another one of those good guys.
1: They have an interesting uh, backfield now, but we'll see.
0: All right. Another Minnesota Vikings, good or bad?
1: Minnesota Vikings are going to be bad but because their hearts are still broken from last year.
0: They got, had a little bit of luck yeah, last year in the playoffs. <laughs> um, they're going to
1: be good because they're really talented. And um, their quarterback will be consistent, maybe not great. But it'll be consistent.
0: I think they'll be good this year because they got the taste of victory, but they don't have like the hangover from it.
1: Yeah, no, I I, I think Minnesota will so be I, really good.
0: I Think they're they're hungry, kind of like a, a Matt Stafford hungry, but yeah, Minnesota's gonna be good. But like an underdog kind of thing. Uh, moving on to the NFC South, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Good or bad? Uh, the
1: Bucks are gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because good. I, they have Mike Evans.
1: They do have Mike Evans. Um, their quarterback suspended, though. Jameis is yeah, suspended he's Suspended for that thing. Yeah, the, the Bucs are going to be good because of their attitude. The Bucs always have a come-take-it-from-me attitude. They're always ornery. Yes. Uh, they're going to be bad because of uh, they're just kind of dramatic, I'll say. There's a lot of stuff kind of going mm. on. It's like
0: bad kind of in the same way that they're good, similar to the Titans coaching. Yeah. <laughs> Um, their attitude is going to be good and bad for them
1: yeah their their attitude plays against them in this case whereas the titans it's kind of unknown Mm -hmm. Uh, but the the bucks are definitely a negative attitude kind of thing yes it helps them but it also hurts them more than it helps them
0: and they they're also in a really really tough division i mean they were 5 and 11 the teams ahead of them were 10 and 6 11 and 5 11 and 5 uh the next one being the atlanta falcons good or bad
1: Atlanta Falcons are going to be good because uh, Matt Ryan is consistent and above average. They have a stable of running backs, and their defense isn't half bad either. They're going to be bad because they had their chance, and they blew it.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: they peaked. They, they got over the hump like something Detroit didn't do, but they didn't capitalize. They're, oh. Yeah, their time were the last three years. They didn't get it done. It Sorry, it's over. They're going to be good, but they're not going to win it.
0: I mean, it's hard to recover from that kind of a lost in the Super Bowl against the Patriots 28 yeah. to 3. Yeah, they're just they're Oof.
1: They're going to be good, but they're not going to they're not going to make the Super Bowl.
0: It's too bad. Yeah. Uh Carolina Panthers, good or bad? Uh,
1: they're going to be good because Cam Newton does what Cam Newton does and is just a unique talent. They're going to be bad because Cam Newton does what Cam Newton does and that is <laughs> underperform. Yes. A lot of the time.
0: And he he's kind of a crybaby. Yeah. He he's He has effort in some places, but then other places he does not. Yeah,
1: Rivera is a good coach most of the time, but if your wide receiver gets cut because he gains too much weight and your quarterback is a crybaby and pushes people away, it's coaching.
0: Yeah, and I always think back to in the playoffs, I think it was in the Super Bowl when they played the Broncos – uh and there was a fumble like somebody stripped the ball out of his hands and he did not risk himself to go down and get it he just like watched it bounce and he stepped back let the other team jump on it cuz he didn't want to get hurt or something like that yeah,
1: he's a very unique talent yeah but like he's
0: he's willing to like dive over the line and go head first into the ground when he's running the ball but if he loses the ball
1: i think cam's one of those guys that when he's in it like mentally he's in it great can't stop him He's just not always in it.
0: So focus is a big problem. Okay.
1: When he cares, he's great, but he doesn't always care.
0: Good point. The New Orleans Saints, good or bad?
1: Uh, They're going to be good because the idea of sending Drew Brees out with one last ring, well, second ring anyway, uh, really intrigues them. Their running backs are probably the best duo when Ingram comes back. They're going to be bad because they don't have all the pieces. So their defense is good most of the time, but inconsistent. Um,
0: Yeah, Drew Brees has always been having to um, help over, like kind of overcompensate to make up for what the defense can't do for them. Yeah. Um, Throw for 500 yards, four or five touchdowns. Yeah, the
1: defense can be be really nasty and beat you up, but they do – they break more than they bend.
0: They've got a good home home field advantage. Seven and one last year. Vikings were also seven and one. Oh,
1: the the Saints are a playoff team for sure. Yeah, but just like Atlanta, they're going to be a playoff team. But
0: yeah, there's only they're not going to quite do it. Only three teams who had a seven win, at least seven wins at home. It was Eagles, Vikings, and Saints. And uh, that vikings Saints game last year was something else. It was good. So Stephon Diggs with the the buzzer beater essentially. It was really good. That's awesome. Uh well, that was awesome. I like doing a little a quick preview of the NFL season uh, with you, Micah. That was all of them. Dang, doing all thirty-two of them. Um, so thanks for coming through, man. Really appreciate it. It's your preseason Super Bowl pick? My preseason Super Bowl preseason
1: pick. Super Bowl pick.
0: Um, it's not the Titans.
1: <laughs> Ouch.
0: <laughs> um, I man, that's a tough one. I think <laughs> I think I think the Eagles are gonna repeat that's my prediction I think they've, they've got a lot of guys high who, power offense good defense who, who they're gonna beat they gonna beat uh, so it wouldn't be anybody down here it'd be up here uh, man none of these teams really stick out I don't want it to be a repeat with the Patriots
1: it's gonna be a repeat with the Patriots
0: Micah says it's going to be Eagles Patriots. No, I'm going to say it's oh. the
1: Patriots. Um, for your pick, oh. it'll be a repeat. Oh, I'm picking the Rams and the Patriots.
0: Ooh, spicy meatball.
1: And I pick the Patriots over the Rams. Oh yeah, in the Super Bowl.
0: That's a good one. Yeah, so I think Eagles. It might end up being the Patriots. Dang it.
1: There's just no I just don't else. see anybody else yeah, that could no do it. no one else in the AFC.
0: Unless the Jaguars' defense just shuts people down like they did last year.
1: <laughs> the defense was good last
0: year. And their, their offense has to make up for some of that. Yeah, New too. England still beat them. <laughs> hey, they got Fournette. He could uh, turn it on this year. It could be scary. It's quarterback, man. It all goes through the quarterback. <laughs> just give the ball to Leonard. Yeah. Let him run.
1: Put Brady on the Jags. Oh, my God. Woo! Oh, my God.
0: He would never. <laughs> First of all, how dare you? <laughs> So that does it for the NFL segment and this episode 60 of the Abstract Sports Podcast. Be sure to tune into football tomorrow night, 8.20 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, You get to watch them, Falcons and Eagles, the Battle of the Birds. Um, Be sure to tune in next week, next Wednesday for the Abstract Sports Podcast. Uh, We'll be talking, obviously, about some more football, how the first week went. Um, Talk about how the WNBA is going. I'm I'm assuming it'll still be going at that point. Uh, And... What the release of two K nineteen looks like after a week of people just not sleeping and Uno not showering and just eating chips and drinking soda.
1: That's what Kelly's talking about.
0: I'm yeah, not. I, I get it now. I don't do that. I get it. Now. I don't do that. I don't do that. At six in the morning mm-hmm, on a Saturday. Yeah. I just drink coffee and drink coffee. <laughs> That's
1: why Kelly's always man.
0: Uh, I do stay up late though sometimes, and that it might involve some uh, a brewski, a nightcap, if you will.
1: Mm-hmm. It's been a long episode. Yes, it's kind of warm in here.
0: Uh, Be sure to follow us on all of our social outlets. you got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Those are like the main three. But also subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want to watch some like trimmed up versions. You can also speed up the YouTube videos if you want to listen to us faster. Um, But most importantly, in your car, on your phone, on your Alexa, you can find us uh, via anchor.fm. You just say play the last episode of Abstract Sports Podcast and it should bring it right up for you because we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify. Shout out, Spotify, what up? Uh, but Anchor.fm, if you want to make a, a donation, buy me a coffee for this month, I'd appreciate you. Just head on over to Anchor.fm slash Abstract Sports, make a quick donation. You, the real MVP, if you do that for me, I'll tell you what. Uh, and that's all we got for you. That's episode 60. Thanks, Micah, for coming through, man. No uh, maybe we'll see you some more of this NFL season, huh? All right, we'll see you guys later.